Hey everybody, thank you for downloading episode 131 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. If you are listening to this upon its release and you are in the greater Atlanta area, why don't you come down to DragonCon? Mark and I are going to be there. We're doing shows, we're doing panels, we're doing signings, and we're doing a live recording of We Got This with special guest Scott Adsit. Very excited to have him on the show for the first time. What are we going to be talking about? I will tell you. We are going to be discussing best superpower. Now, I know what you're thinking. If you're a super fan of the show, you're thinking, well, Mark and Hal, you already did that one. Well, guess what? You guys voted during Max Fun Drive to have us overturn that episode, and that's exactly what we're going to do live in Atlanta with Scott Adsit. Also, New York City Comic Con, we are coming for you. We are doing a live show at the Hudson Mercantile on Sunday, October 8th, at 6 p.m., you can get tickets at bit.ly forward slash we got ny or at my site, hallublin.com. Easy to get to either of those. And you don't need a New York Comic Con badge to come to that show. All you need is a ticket, and I already told you where to get one, so you're all set. Are we going to have a special guest? I know you're wondering. The answer is yes. Who? I'm not going to tell you. Not here. Because I'm recording it before we've made any kind of announcement, but that announcement is forthcoming any day now so be sure to check out our facebook group be sure to check out our twitter account and just keep your ear to the ground in general you never know where that information is going to come from but for now please enjoy episode 131 of we got this with mark and hal hello i'm hal lublin and i'm mark gagliardi since the dawn of humanity one issue has gone unsettled with the fate of the world in the balance we're here to settle once and for all Best Star Wars character. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Oh, hell. Yes, Mark. Did you know that a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away? Yeah. There was a series of Star Wars, and those Star Wars gave us some of the greatest characters in the canon of pop culture. You don't say. I do say. Tell me more. No, I'm not going to tell you more, but I know who's gonna. Paul and Storm. Hey there, yeah. Welcome back to the show, fellas. It's fantastic to be here. I would like to hear more about this canon of pop culture. It sounds dangerous. Yeah, huge. (laughs) And Frank's been shooting Gonzo for years. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. That's and right. Super Dave. <laughs> I can be behind All that. I'm not generally a fan of war, but that's more nonviolent. Sure. Look, yeah. look we, yeah, we, as determined previously on this show, it's a Star Trek versus a Star... In our Star Trek versus a Star War, uh, Trek is better than a war. Yeah. But today we're talking about yeah. the motion picture franchise, Star Wars. Also, I'm pretty sure Star Wars won that episode. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember the answers to these after we do them. I know. It's in and out. This, in is, and just out. An, it, this is just totally an excuse fine. to hang out with you, Hal. Mark, and now to hang out with Paul and right, that's Mark. For the Mark's like the goldfish of podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, a castle. Look, a castle. Look, a castle. I had to have him. Stolen from Gale. <laughs> I had him tattoo. I have a podcast with Hal on his forearm. So he sees it <laughs> as he's showering and he remembers oh, every day. Oh, he's got the whole memento. Uh, podcast. Uh-huh. Oh disease. man, you should see the post-its and sharpie etchings all over my body. <laughs> Star Wars just didn't make the cut, though. No, that would be an interesting experiment. Actually, let's let us run with the concept that Mark has memento disease. Uh-huh. Yep. If you guys had a podcast, but every week you recorded the same topic to see if Mark would choose the same thing each time. 
I think that would be great. I think you would also hear me slowly go mad. That's the best of the worst idea of all time. <laughs> yeah. We got this. Oh. This is episode 300 of We Got This. Today we were talking about ketchup on a hot dog. Peanut butter versus jelly. Yeah, this is peanut butter or jelly, episode 438. Uh, Lud- this episode is best bread. <laughs> the Ludwig van. The Ludwig van. <laughs> welly, 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 well. All right. Uh, gentlemen. It seems like we have come, we have all come in. This is why I love having you guys on the show. Um, you have come in with criteria. Yeah. Lists. <laughs> we did some there work. is, uh, listeners, you can't see this, but there is a dry erase board oh, yeah. with a, uh, a big pie chart. You on don't want to know what a pain it was to pack that dry erase board in my car- in my carry on. In your valise? Yes, in my valise. <laughs> Yeah, we ran we ran some algorithms and the spreadsheets yeah. are up and yeah. I don't know how you got all these maquettes on a plane too. Well, we know people. Very terrifying. We know people. And it's not a <laughs> the problem. Lucas folks. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and thanks for setting up this giant table that's a map where we push around figures oh, with yeah. a giant stick. I'm sorry we, we didn't have time to paint them all. But, yeah. Oh my god, you know how badly I wanted one of those when I was a kid. Wait, did they have those? No. You just wanted one like you saw, I just wanted one because you thought you were Napoleon pushing around, pushing around ships and troops and tanks <laughs> and stuff with a big long stick. It's Man. like it's the best parts of risk and craps. I- <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That has to be a product. Star Wars crap table. <laughs> Oh, it has to exist. <laughs> Star Wars table, is only me. second to Kiss in merchandising, right? It's true. <laughs> like Art is, Tater exists. You know that there's Dark a Tater. You know there's a Kiss coffin. Oh yeah. What? You can buy a coffin if you're a real member of the Kiss Army. If you're like mm-hmm. a general in the Kiss Army, or even if you're not, but you have an incredible amount of money and you're super eccentric. Yeah. Yeah. Then you can be. And you buried. don't want to give it to your children. Yeah. Yeah, I just I want one. Maybe I mean, I'm not a huge if, Kiss fan. If you're doing a Brewster's Millions where you have to blow thirty million, <laughs> you're to inherit three hundred million. And at least one of those objects has to be a coffin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your own coffin. Yeah. That's right. You must. Why choose... do I have to get my own coffin as part of this deal? <laughs> no reason. Just keep doing it. Ah. Yeah, here's a uh, fifty thousand dollar coffin that says "Love Gun" across it. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Very classy. Um, all right, so these guys came in with every criteria lined up and a list of characters, and uh, it is a beautiful thing. So if you guys wouldn't mind, will you sure. lay out your list of criteria? Before we do that, I just want to give some man, credit. Our tagline should just be, before we do that. Before we do that, because <laughs> you're jumping the gun, man. I just I wrote it on the it. other forearm. We have to oh. say who suggested the topic. Oh, right. In this case, it was Catherine Bliss, who Hi, Catherine suggested Bliss. it from our Facebook group. Hello, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. Gentlemen, as you were. <laughs> huh. I forgot. Thanks for my, slowing everything down, I've, Catherine. I've lost my place. Oh, look on Mark's uh, arm. Criteria, I wrote it on criteria. there. So the criteria we came up with to determine best Star Wars character is fivefold. Ooh. Whoa. That's the best number of folds. <laughs> number <Love>. one. <laughs> fivefold. Number one. <laughs> Oh, for the Hamilton nerds. <laughs> uh, first criterion. Singular. Sure. Character. Do you have a collection of them? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I keep having to buy them in different formats. <laughs> now um, in Laserdisc. Character arc. Okay. Number one. Where do they, do they go, how, how do they, do they go from point A to point B character wise? Mm-hmm. And how good of an arc is that? Okay. It better not be a straight line. It better yeah. be an arc. Mm-hmm. I think you can't be the best character 
in the Star Wars universe without having you can't grown. Be, we're not, it's not going to be one of the flat characters. Yeah, I think you can say, yes. Flat Stanley. Yes, like, <laughs> Stanley. Remember? Or the dot in the line. And, there, yeah. there are a lot of cardboard cutout characters in the universe. Yeah, yes. It's a big universe. The missing so, no piece shame. will not... Shame. You'll yeah. be dead! That guy doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Yeah. I but used to know that character's name. Come on. Come on, Hal. You're he's doing it. You're oh, doing that. You know what? His own need. This like, was, what it is uh, first of all, I, I refused any research for this because <laughs> yes. one time backstage at Woodstock, which is uh, the incredible concert every year held by Paul and Storm and Adam Savage and Will Wheaton, among many others, uh, I sat backstage with Bonnie Burton, who used to work for uh, – yeah. yeah, she worked for Lucasfilm. So she's an encyclopedia of Star Wars. I said, let's see who can name the most characters. We'll go back and forth. <laughs> I remember when this was happening. Yeah, for I kept checking in on it every hour or yeah, so. I think that was a bold thing to do. Several. I just wanted to know how good I was. I didn't expect to win, but we fought to a draw. Wow. The two of us. But we were both trying to remember his name, and neither could remember. And Joseph Scrimshaw walked by. Every once in a while, he walked by. Oh, you mean you mean uh, Tubat Chivo? Like, <laughs> just <laughs> threw it out there. Bar Barzo Dedzo. Yeah. It is, by the way, apparently Cornelius Evazan or Evazan. No wonder yeah. he Cornelius became a bad Evazan. guy. You know, sounds like a guy that got a medicine named after. When him. I saw that movie for the first time when I was seven years old. I looked at that character and I immediately thought, I bet his name is Cornelius. <laughs> that is the baddest. Apparently, like Cornelius. apparently he was the ringmaster of a space circus before yeah. he turned to his well, life when he, of crime. When he falls, <laughs> when he falls, you can see the monocle come out of his pocket and <laughs> yeah. clatters well, on the ground in front of him. You know what he does? He says, my friend doesn't like you. And then his friend goes, well, thank you, Mr. Cornelius. <laughs> so first, first, uh, criterion character arc. Number right? two. <laughs> doesn't get old. Uh, effectiveness. How good are they at getting what they want, at accomplishing the goals that they have set mm-hmm. over the course of... Do so, they like, do a, a person who would be story. low on the effectiveness meter would be the singer at Jabba's Palace. Yeah, they're they're passive. They're not yeah, really... Right. Not, not happening. Yeah. And they die. Yes. Right. Yeah. She, well, she didn't even get through the whole song, I no. don't think. Okay. No. Very, very She's poor. not effective at entertaining yeah. Jabba. Or living. <laughs> she immediately fired her agent after yeah. that. <laughs> so that's number two. Number three, cultural impact in-universe. Okay. How much of an effect do they have within the Star Wars universe itself? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do they, do they really help define the Star Wars universe? So, yes. so in that case, somebody like Jin Erso, who you wouldn't think of as... She, has, she does have an arc within her one film, but mm-hmm. she yeah. does have a major impact in that yes, she's sure. the one who she delivers. The yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then cultural impact in our universe. Okay. How ubiquitous are they? How, you know, How many people pub- are cosplaying it? Yeah, cosplaying yeah. their, their, mm-hmm. their sort of uh, path into the public consciousness. Okay. Yeah. And then finally, a sort of catch-all coolness... Quote, badassness. Like, that's just sort of really the bucket where we get to throw in our personal mm-hmm. preferences. But also, you know, some characters are just plain old cooler. Yeah, yeah, fires the imagination, gets you excited. Sure, the only category that Boba Fett might win. Right. Oh, Boba's We're he's starting up early. there. We're starting yeah, the he's, he's, he's on throwing down. I'm holding up my hand, and one of those fingers is probably <laughs> Boba Fett. Come at me, bro. Uh, and then the, one of the other ground rules we set when we were discussing this topic is we are keeping it to the motion picture 
mm-hmm. canon. Canon. Because, right? because there's, I have not read the books. Uh, there are 800 Skibillion books and... Uh, and there's Rebels there's and Rebels Clone Wars. And Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. But the criteria really take them out of the running. Since most people weren't exposed to all of it, they can't possibly have as large an impact. Yeah, we, we, right, want, right. we want this to be an interesting show for everyone. Mm-hmm. And not just the people who read all of the comic book adaptations of a particular... Uh, uh, series of books. How much do you guys know about that universe? Have you only have a little? EU, very, is that what it's called? Very extended universe. I yeah. guess. Yeah, I've, I've read some of the books. I've seen some yeah. of the cartoons, but I, I would not say I'm at all. Okay, so so you know it. Star Wars and the kids and the grandparents, but you don't really know the aunts and uncles and nieces and nephews. and, and really right. don't want to. So yeah, because yeah, everybody yeah. has them. That you're like, oh, so so nerds out there, if you find that rather arbitrary. That's right, it is. Yeah. This, episode, <laughs> this episode might not be for me. And also, we're trying to make a show for everybody. We have plenty of very nerdy episodes. Yeah, let, let's talk credentials for a second. We are all four of us mm. pretty nerdy dudes, pretty pretty yeah. steeped in geek culture. Two of the people in this room make a living from it. <laughs> what was your relationship to Star Wars? When did you first discover it? I, th- I guess that's what uh, I'd like to know. Uh, speaking for myself, and I bet it applies pretty equally to Storm since we are of the same age, we were literally in that the original series' wheelhouse. I was, seven, I was a seven-year-old yeah. suburban wow. white male oh, yeah. when Star Wars came out. And then mm-hmm. 10 and 13, I guess, when the movies came out. 80 and 83, was that when yep. Jedi and Empire? Uh, or Empire and Jedi came out. Uh, so I, you know, I could not have been more in the demo, the target demographic for this movie. And it, it very much swept our childhoods was central when those figures came out. Yep. It was what it was on everyone's mind. Yeah, it was I got the, you guys have the Darth Vader head full of uh, toys. Uh, not I the Darth have... Vader head, but I had the empty box that they put out before they uh Yes. Like, when they didn't have the ah, figures done in time, they didn't Sears? realize Yeah, they didn't realize how uh, popular the merchandising was going to be. Well, I, I didn't have nothing, but that's just sort of the family I grew up in, but it was still, you know, your friends would all mm-hmm. play and yeah. some of them had them and all that stuff. Hey man, as long as your buddies have them, that's just as good as you having them, right? Damn, damn Toys almost. are not about collecting. Toys are about playing with. Well, right, Hal? Sometimes you <laughs> you just got the Millennium Falcon, and uh, Matt from down the street wants to see it. Oh, man. And then he breaks one of the struts on the, oh, on the uh, ramp, Jerk. Man. and it's broken forever. I oh. lost a Rancor monster when I was in the <laughs> second oh, grade. Good. Did you cry like the, the Rancor? Uh, like yeah, Keely? I yeah. did. Rancor Keely. I was shaped like that guy back then and dressed like him, too, with that like <laughs> skull thing on my head yeah, and leather, a little diaper. That, a little leather diaper. That, that. <laughs> Now you that wear cloth like, diapers. That it's better like for the environment. mouth from the Cosby Kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but actually, it was, a, it was a new thing because I remember there was like the Bionic Man doll that was mm-hmm. kind of cool, but it yeah. wasn't like a thing. Like the toys you played with were usually just kind of generic toys, but this was so huge, so wide, yeah. and you were playing with it all the time that it was in our minds. And they were bigger. They were like 12-inch dolls or 10-inch dolls, and then the they Star Wars be. are three and like three-quarters one inch. one-to-one. Yeah. Yeah. Each one yeah. was literally yeah. life-size. They towered above yeah, us. G.I. <laughs> Joe was very popular around that time, but it also mm. was sort of of a generation younger than us, at least for me. Uh, you know, it didn't carry, I mean, they were cool, but they didn't carry quite a, a direct relevance to our lives. It was just, those were the 12 inch dolls. It was those or the evil Knievel, the 12 inch evil Knievel right. that you could put on a stunt cycle and, right. and get They didn't make yeah. any 12 inch Star Wars. I think they eventually figures, did. did. Yes, but they not did. In that, in that early well, they run. made bigger ones. Cause, Cause I, I have the Darth the Vader small, still. The in original that, small Star Wars. Yeah, it, yeah. it started yeah. out with the small ones. I think eventually pretty, right. pretty quickly they started. Um, this could be, honestly, this wouldn't be a terrible criteria to think about. 
maybe in the impact in our universe thing, uh-huh. who had the coolest toy. Because there were oh. characters in the movie that had cooler toys yep. than they e- than even the character in the movie was. I'd have to say Luke Skywalker with the land speeder. I mean, that was a, that was yeah, a really versatile toy. Yes, I don't know yeah. why I was a big fan of that dude with the long tentacle hit thing. That's that Bib Fortuna. What's his name? Bib Fortuna. Fortuna, who wore his like his yeah. own head as a scarf. Yeah, he was yeah. like the Dejabo Nobada. From yeah, I always thought that Jedi. toy He's in particular no was <laughs> well, Boba Fett. Had, yeah. Boba Fett really became a thing because of the toy. Uh, it yeah. was a little yeah. thing, but people assumed because he looked so badass. Yeah, yeah and he had I that had, rocket um, pack. Yeah. 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 I had a TIE fighter that for a very, very long time ins- I insisted in, and still in my mental canon was called a T-fighter for some reason. <laughs> uh, I, had sure. one of, I had one of those that was sized for the little small characters, and you'd press a button and the little solar panels would pop off as if they got shot off. And then an X-Wing. Those were like... Those those were my my yin and yang. Where was the button that you pushed that said it's actually called a Tie Fighter? <laughs> <laughs> Technology know, was, wasn't ma- quite yeah. that up it, to it speed in 1978. Yeah, yeah, it came around now 1981. We have it, uh, you know, and you can say things like, "Okay, Google, do you like Star Wars?" And then it will play our album. Do you like Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, ah, nice plug. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Got to get the brand out there. We're not doing this podcast because we like these guys. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> oh, she was still talking. Oh. <laughs> okay, Google. Which is the best Star Wars character? Ask and answer. Ren, oh. Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker. What? What the? I'm that, a big fan that, of others. Yeah. yeah, I love the others. So let's talk about the others, okay. not the yeah, television yeah. show. The yeah. others. We sort of um, broke. We sort of broke these characters down. Uh, one sort of catch-all character because we we know where we're headed with this. Yeah. Frankly, oh yeah, is the core group of characters. But on our way, we thought we'd have a few stops. One of them being sort of the one-off but memorable. Yeah. Characters from various individual films or a couple of films. This so let's, like, let's make sure they all all of the ones in order to make sure that. I don't have my clicker on me. Sorry. That's fine. Um, in order to make sure that all of the characters get covered, let's just, yeah, let's go through this list. You guys want to go round robin style and each take, uh, each take one that you know is not going to be the finalist, but yeah. is a favorite character of yours? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Do that. I think we could do two rounds of that. How about that? Cause this okay. is a, th- we're talking about. I know nine I, movies now Hal, or eight movies. Hal, I know. Hey, I did. There are a lot of characters. You started sweating when I said, yeah, we'll each pick one that we like. I'm you, sweating anyway. No, that's fair. It's very warm in here. Yeah. Do I need to turn the AC off? No, it's part, it's a character now. It is. <laughs> All right. I think this my favorite is, character is, is R2AC. Yeah. Okay, ACMG. I <laughs> <laughs> right. just walked out the room. Who wants to start? Paul? Uh, I will start with right. my, my sort of stealth favorite character from the movies actually is Wedge Antilles. Yeah, sure. Pilot extraordinaire, the only pilot to have survived both, mm-hmm. uh, both battles, both main battles of the original trilogy other than Han Solo and Luke Skywalker. Yep. Uh, appeared in all three movies, um, eventually appeared in, um, Shoot, what was that? I think was it an ap- adaptation of Bleak House? I think on the BBC that was really good. I can't remember the actor's <laughs> name. Dennis Lawson. Was, was that before Dennis Lawson, or after the? This is after. Oh, this is well after. Uh, but I just always, I always thought Wedge was cool, and sometimes when we were pretending X-wing fighters as as we would, uh, I would I would be Wedge because like. It seems like the character that if you wanted to demonstrate that I really know this universe because yeah, he was, yeah. he was a little bit mm-hmm. yeah he was a, he was a little bit more of a deep cut. 
Yep. Prior owner of uh, R2-D2 and C-3PO because they talk about Captain Antilles. But he's got like he and his, he and his family definitely demonstrate arc like they are pivotal to this entire universe. But it's not yeah. obvious yes. from the films. Yeah. Right. And, and from the films, you know, he, he's a he's a wingman. Yeah. yeah, when it comes down, which is a very literally important a role. Literally a wingman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a literal he's, wingman. He's a literal wingman. In he's that a... he gets Luke Skywalker late, right? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Right. Such a different version of this movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Cornelius. <laughs> and he were lovers <laughs> for a short time. Cut. He, he paid for yeah. everybody's blue milk. Um, <laughs> Run a blue milk's whole bar. <laughs> but all that said, for example, you know, we don't really know much about him as a character, at least no. in right. movies, yeah. other than he's a good pilot. He's good at his job. Yeah. Right. And Dennis Lawson, the actor, uh, his, I think, nephew or great nephew is Ewan McGregor, who went on to play Obi-Wan Kenobi. Wow. Look at that. Bam. Wow. Boy, you do know a lot of stuff. Hold on. About this. <laughs> That's my inhaler nerd <laughs> tropes. Um, does that, does that mainline trivia into your lungs have? Yes. Huh. So many facts. Storm. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Who's your who's your number one? Like, I know this one isn't going to win, but this is my side guy that I want to just give a shout out to. I I, I cheat a little bit because there's one that just simply I'm going to give you two. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, one because it's it's just an asterisk is Lobot. I just think that's yeah, the sure. coolest Lo- concept. Lobot. Lobot. I don't even know who Lobot is. Lobot is the dude who looks like he's wearing earmuffs mm-hmm. that has the blank look on his he's, face. Landau Kirissian would be like. Uh, he'll give an instruction and then suddenly Lobot's eyes pop open and he's set up everything to be able to escape from clouds. You pronounced it Landau Calrissian as a tribute to the late actor Martin Landau. Yes. Who just died Gone but not forgotten. That's, That's right. why I did it. Tip one out. So he does, he, he's sort of a wingman as well. He just serves a, a purpose, like a sheriff, a process server. Yeah. But because it's so visually striking, even if you don't know the character's name, uh, you could tell there's a whole story behind him, and there is. So this I did a, a very deep dive on Lobot, and there is a lot behind mm-hmm. him. Like basically, uh, got into a lot of bad stuff and ended up trading away his <laughs> his soul to be connected to a computer. True. This yeah, is canon that yeah. he was like the down on his luck. Uh, I don't remember the exact story. He, he had story. an addiction problem, and then Similar he pulled to himself that. together. You know what he is? Then he is every contestant on Chopped. <laughs> That's why yeah. he carries uh, that the knives. And, that explains yeah. a lot. Uh, you you always have to kill time in the tour van. And Storm and I have been in tour vans for a very long time. <laughs> and we used to love to picture for no real like just as sort of a cut scene somewhere. You're just walking around the cloud city and you look into a room and Lobot is just jamming out to his oh, tunes yeah. that are just playing in his little headphones. <laughs> yeah. Just doing the silent dance of Lobot. So, yeah. all right, who's your who's your uh, other contender? Uh, it's Boba Fett. Okay, okay, oh, Boba Fett. Wow, out some of the bigger guns yeah. already. I don't, I don't think he's a really he's tier big two. Gun. I think tier one's the only one we got to avoid. Yeah, I definitely don't feel like he's he's not central. He does some cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, in terms of badassery, I think that if that were the only criteria, he'd be way the heck up there. Maybe top five. Just yeah. the, in terms of how defining the look and feel mm-hmm. of the Star Wars universe, he's got that going on, uh, and does come up in some, some key points, but certainly doesn't have an arc of his own, unless you, you consider the whole Django Fett thing. Right. But I don't. No. He, and also, his silence also uh, was unfortunate because yeah. uh, in a in a universe where so many characters have interesting languages and voices and things. Yeah. But yeah, he was. His silence was 
you know, made he, him cooler. He had an air of mystery cool about him. Really yeah. you got, you, I think everybody got to project what they wanted into mm-hmm. that character. And let's let's not deny it. He had a super cool set of armor. And he got the jet pack. Dude had a jet pack. But um, I think that's where he falls down ultimately literally. for the people who love him because he he loses out on effectiveness. He's great in yeah. Empire Strikes Back. It's great. A great little character moment he has in Return of the Jedi is as soon as there's trouble and the thermal detonator comes out, that his instinct is to pull his gun. Yeah. Because obviously he's ready to fight. But ultimately, he's done in by a mistake by a blind guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this isn't like the Guardian of the Wills swinging his pole around. By that. I felt betrayed by that scene. Like, yeah. no, you're not. Yeah, and of, of course, they, they, they said, well, he doesn't, he doesn't die in the pit of the Sarlacc. Right. He claws his way out with his Boba Fett Or powers. his jetpack that he's wearing on his back. Whatever. I, but I felt like it was cheap in the movie. Yeah. yeah. For, for them yeah. to do that. Well, he wasn't that comic. big a character when they made this. Right? Yeah, I guess he, it was just hadn't. a moment in the movie, and I think that they went yeah. back later and they're like, "Man, this character is really cool." I think, we should have people because people loved like, him from fall into the Sarlacc pit. People loved him from Empire. I mean, he was definitely yeah. an yeah. effective a sure. fan favorite. Yes, uh, um, by then, but still, yeah. I'm gonna go uh, since we're going round robin like this in the circle. Uh, is that what round robin means? Yeah, sure. yeah, I've never sure. round robin. Square robin. I've only eaten at their delicious restaurants. <laughs> yum, uh, yum, yum. yum. Well, the unpaid plug for Red Robin <laughs> Yeah, future But I'm going to stick with characters who do not speak. Uh, English, that is. All right. I'm going to say that mine that I know is not going to win, but I want to make sure we give a good, strong shout out to R2-D2. Yeah. R2-D2. You can make a pretty strong case for R2. I've got him near, if not at the core. He's he's in He's second tier. Uh, yeah, yeah, second yeah. tier on this list of characters, which I don't think he would be the number one. That's why I want to give him a good, yeah. strong shout out. Okay. Now. He is so instrumental in this entire universe, uh, going through every movie and, um, just puts his head down and gets his job done mm-hmm. and knows you, when things need to get done that no one else is on board with. He's like, no, get out of my way. You know, I have to do this. You thing. know who R2-D2 is? Who is it? He's the IT guy of the yeah. Star yeah. Wars universe. He's the IT he's, guy. He's sarcastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. he const- Did you p- try turning it off and back yeah. on? He's yeah. constantly giving crap to his, his co-worker but and best Critical friend. to the operation. And yeah, critical to yeah. the operation, and he's like, "Well, I guess I'm the only guy who's going to do this." Yeah, plug into the Death Star and does it, you and he's just always effective in doing it. And I think that's the reason that when you look at the uh, or when you read the uh, Shakespeare, have you guys read the Shakespeare uh, uh, Star Wars Verily a New Hope? They've now no, this no. Uh, oh, writer yes. or team of writers. Forgive me for not knowing uh, their names. Have created uh, I am McPentameter Shakespeare versions of every story. And the soliloquies in <laughs> episode four are always R2-D2. <laughs> uh, nearly at the at the end of every scene that he is in, every other character leaves the stage. And R2-D2 is the one saying, mm-hmm. "'Tis time I shall play my part in this. Like, and, he's, <laughs> and that's why, because that's what really turned me on to, wow, he really does do. Yeah. This universe could not function without R2-D2. And C-3PO and R2-D2 were always intended as sort of the Greek chorus of mm-hmm. this yes. whole... Movie series that they're there, and yeah. they're, while they're not necessarily 
always doing everything. They're they're witnesses to Greek chorus going on. Yeah. You're telling me that the Star Wars universe is based on ancient mythological ideas. Yes, of and also R two D two's mass work is incredible. It really is. <laughs> Kenny Baker, another rest in peace. Yeah. yeah, I hope he and Martin Landau are having a tall pint right now. Yeah. But that's where R two D two doesn't reach the upper echelon. Is he doesn't really have an arc of his yeah. own. Yeah. Like he's, he may he's, have his motivations. He's very charismatic. He's had a lot of impact, both in universe, you could say, mm-hmm. and in our universe, because there's sure. uh, he's, he's, he's all over. Which all one of us of hasn't our, cosplayed R2-D2? Our dear friends, yeah. uh, Fred and Annie, who were on this show in um, in our uh, breakfast, sweet breakfast foods episode, Pancakes versus Waffles versus French Toast, yep. um, have a daughter named Millie who um, had to wear one of those little foam helmets for a little while yeah, when she was yeah. first born. And they made her one that looked like <laughs> oh, the top of awesome. R2-D2 to yeah. the point where when she no longer had to wear it, everyone was like, oh, man, where's that awesome R2-D2 moment? <laughs> You're like, oh, our kid doesn't have to wear it anymore. If they wanted, yeah. to, your sympathy, bozo. If they wanted to be cruel, they could have made her into R5-D4. <laughs> oh, and just every once in a while, just set off a little smoke bomb in her helmet. <laughs> yeah. a bad motivator. That's a bad motivator. <laughs> oh. Uh, All right, Hal, your turn. Okay, I'm going to go a little bit more obscure. Just characters I think are uh, cool. more obscure than Lohan. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> even, even more obscure. I'm going to go with, and I do not remember, I don't even think it has a name. If it does, I'd be shocked. The uh, the door droid from Return of the Jedi, the little black droid, the little droid. No, 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 not the not the mouse rat, the, oh. the little mouse droid. Uh, the Mouse red. <laughs> the parts of recreation droid. Um, oh, the little ball thing that comes out like, oh, yeah, 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 and insults C3PO <laughs> and then lets them in. There's a lot of uh, droids in the Star Wars universe that are more charismatic and enjoyable than many of the characters. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any of the characters in the. I, I got a lot of love for the gonk droid. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. The, and the mouse rat. Vol. Yeah. Also, though, yeah. Gong Droid does not have much of an arc. No, no. <laughs> That's the, he's, I believe he was technically background on the day. I don't even know if he gets residual. He moves. <laughs> he moves, moves from the left leg to the right leg. Yeah, That's he's got day scale. Yeah. <laughs> gong, gong. He, he had to eat leftover craft services. <laughs> day old bagels. And, I hate pretzels. Half a banana. <laughs> Just if if, you, if the Gong Droid could sort of shrug. And, and <laughs> but it can't. It can't sad. Sad. Shrug and oh, suck yeah. down a red vine. <laughs> Gong. <laughs> <laughs> like he's Groot or Hodor. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's right. out of his time. That was the problem. Uh, all right. Time. Now we're going to do our round two. Make him good, uh, fellas, because this is... Oh, yeah, this is the last round we're going to do. Okay. Of, of last secondary. round of like second. Of, of our, of the, our, one, the one-offs. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Uh, okay. Not even one-offs. That's why I threw R2-D2 in there. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, the, you know, secondary and tertiary, tertiary characters are good and fun. Secondary characters are great. We've still got, I mean, we've got the main team. Uh, There's the okay. big five. I will, I will, I'll throw a couple more out there. Um, okay. Darth Maul. Hmm. Yep. Certainly oh. the coolest thing in the original prequel. Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool looking. Yep. Cool looking. Effective. Good at his job. Space Devil. Not good enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, looked really neat. Had a had, and that was like the one super innovative thing that should have occurred to you was like the double bladed lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Um, so but you know never never going to mm-hmm. be anyone's super favorite, but one of the favorites from that particular. And there's not a lot more to say about him. Exactly. Other than he's really cool. Definitely he red and black, cool. and yeah. uh, had horns. And, and as much uh, as I love Christopher Lee, he's way cooler than uh, Count Dooku. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I gotta say it. I just sort of feel like there, there really aren't characters from episodes one through three that carry the same weight. I, I just feel that way. Yep. Yeah. I, maybe it's yeah. the writing and directing that it was, you know, it was not the type of effort and, that you had from. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the last one I'll give is a, a shout out, uh, to Mon Mothma. Who was yeah. uh, a very effective politician and revolution leader? She wasn't military. Apparently, I looked this up. She was just right. uh, you know important politician. Yeah, uh, you know, running the rebellion basically, and a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there True. are look the the Star Wars universe is great at giving us, especially recently, really killer women. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, although she apparently had no problem just sending so many Bothans to their death. Well, oh, all those what? Bothans were women, by the way. You can't make an omelet without breaking some Bothans. Yeah. That's right. Mm. Uh, all right. Bothan so, a uh, couple more from you, Storm. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, this this is certainly a, a big character in in every sense of the word. Uh, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. thing is, Jabba clearly has his own stuff going on, uh, but we haven't seen it all. And I feel like he could even be first here, and maybe he will be after some more of the storytelling when you learn a little bit more. Like mm-hmm. I would, I would love. To see a movie from Jabba's perspective. Uh, you entirely. might be waiting a while. I'm wanting to wait. <laughs> I will. I will live to 500. But if, if they're going to make happening. one every year, who they knows? Like 20 yeah. years from now, they're going to run out and be like, you know what? We're doing a claymation uh, Jabba movie. <laughs> I would love to <laughs> see like was... uh, Goodfellas, where he's like, everybody knew if you're coming to Mos Eisley, the guy to talk to was Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> he had a setup in the back. You could bring your girl in, and no one would notice. Teamwork. (laughs) But yeah, he's cool. I mean, in an ugly kind of way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Certainly a villain as he's presented and by all, by all measures. Yeah. Clearly has goals trying to accomplish and for the most part does until he gets gacked. Uh, in a most epic scene, maybe that's another thing. The the best death in Star Wars. Uh, yeah, put him up for that. Yeah, and you really get a sense that this is a real a real person. Uh, so I feel like it's a very strong character, but okay. not not to not that the level top tier. to be top tier. Great. Sure. Do you have a uh, Do you have one more? I I, I just want to be fair because Paul uh, added well, no, two I, more. Well, I kind I I did the he double. He did two the first time. That's true. Oh, yeah, okay. he did double. One. That's to. fair. I can I can BS. Well, about do you have five anything. more? You, real look, quick, <laughs> just real quick. Five more. If you think of another one, just well. interrupt me. Because um, I'll do I'll do two more. You just open up. This so then we'll all have back. gotten three. Yeah. Because again, we got to sure. rein this in. Yeah. Keep yeah. it fair. Because I know Hal could do this all night. We'll be here till four in the morning. That's why I brought the sleeping bag. Yeah. Yeah. High five. Like oh, yeah. Playing Overwatch. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give I'm gonna give a shout out to my, my tertiary character shout out. does come from the original, not the original, the, um, the Episodes prequels. Episodes one through three. Episodes one through three. And that is uh, General Grievous. Yeah. Here's uh, why uh, I uh, love right. General Grievous. Because I think, uh, I think there was one really cool creative choice made. When you have a character who is transitioning from life form to completely yeah and i don't even know if he was a step along the path and they were going to that was it for him and there were going to be mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. uh or if he was planning on getting more and more robotic for those of you who don't remember general grievous why are you listening to this episode <laughs> <laughs> but he was he was part uh part you know carbon-based so a, being so he had a cyborg and part yeah, yeah cyborg uh, but I think one of the most brilliant choices was made for this character to show that this was a work in progress and imperfect was that they gave him a cold. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I loved that that there was a cyborg <laughs> who had a cold, who was constantly coughing and General, sneezing. General Grievous was the most colicky yeah. of and, cyborg. Yeah, he, For some he reason, have, I feel like that, I don't know what the statement is, but I feel like it's a statement of some sort. Well, he, can have, he can have two types of bugs at once. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had like nine lightsabers. Nine lightsabers and not one albuterol inhaler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he did have, <laughs> shame. He did ha- and he also had that crazy helicopter move with yes. all of his extra arms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, which tended to be my move in any sort of physical confrontation when <laughs> I was flail wildly, <laughs> flail all limbs. Yeah. Win millet. Yep. Um, but I think that my other char- my secondary character that I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna close out this round with is Yoda. Because Yoda is a great Jedi mm. master. Putting the he lid had, on Yoda. Putting the lid, lid on Yoda. Yoda. Wow. Great moments. Well, he, I would argue that Yoda is a flat character. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have an arc. He's already had his arc. We already had his arc. We haven't yeah. seen his arc. Like, yeah. like, having him do cool things in prequels is not an arc. No. Like, oh, now he has a lightsaber and fights. <laughs> That's not an arc. That's just yeah. adding cool stuff to a thing that a character does. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that said... Uh, they gave him a lightsaber, and he's awesome at fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And he's Yoda. He's the wisest. He is the ancient sage of the Jedi Order. And he was played by uh, Miss Piggy. So Yeah. yeah. And, and maybe in that universe where we get to see Jabba the Hutt's arc, we, we will yeah. also get to see Yoda. <laughs> he was played by Frank Oz, who was holding a Miss Piggy Muppet, who yeah. in turn was holding Yoda. <laughs> who was doing a Yoda impression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, in my brain, Frank Oz is permanently Miss Piggy, because that oh, yeah. is yeah. one of the greatest characters of all time. It's Miss Piggy's all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Hell, all right. Give us your last nine. I'm not going to go. Well, all right. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Size, uh, Max Rebo yeah, of Size Noodles and the Max Rebo Band. He's sure. the keyboard player in Java's Dungeon. <laughs> he's the elephant looking yeah, keyboard sure. player that everybody a... thinks is sni- Size Noodles. Yeah. I always not, thought it was, not... it, I always thought that that character was just Hooter from Captain EO. Uh, <laughs> well, like, it was the same actor. Yep. He was in Java's Band and then he was in Captain EO's Band and he's like, well, you this know, is way better. We're uh, here to change the uh, world. The Spaceman's got to find work wherever he can I get yeah. it. Uh, okay, I have, <laughs> I have two more. I just wanted to throw that out there. But, uh, yeah, yeah. two more, both female characters, both strong female characters. One okay. is Ray, who is too early in her development for yes. us to judge her. I, yeah, I, I was gonna so say that she's really that arc and it, one movie. All, all the characters from Force Awakens, I think, they too show early. promise, but mm-hmm. it is yeah. too early to say. The yeah. Both Cameron and, uh, and Kylo, Kylo Ren, Ren and Finn. Finn. Oh, but yeah. yes, but Ray especially shows great promise. Yeah. And uh, the other one. know who her dad is yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah, or her mom, or her mom. Yeah, you got a mother too. I get it, Borg parent. I'm trying so hard. (laughs) I'm your father. (laughs) (laughs) That was uh, salacious crumb. Uh, (laughs) The other is Jen Erso from Rogue One, a Star Wars story. It's very Mm -hmm. pivotal in the overall arc of the of the original six films, and she does have a, a character arc herself, but she just. She doesn't have enough time to measure up to. Yes, if you want to talk yes. about a strong female character, we're going to talk about Leia a lot, I'm sure, after yeah. the break. And she just doesn't measure up. She hasn't had as much exposure as these other characters, and she never will because she is dead. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> yeah, uh, she sacrificed herself at the end of the movie. Yes. And- Arguably did a lot if we're looking at our criteria because yep. she did drive an entire movie in the series. Right. Um, she did, she does have a huge impact on the Star Wars universe. Achieved yep. her True. goals. Achieved her goals. Yeah. So that's a very strong character. She did. In, yep. By these criteria. I feel like, Super yeah, strong. I feel like Jen and Ray both as the, like, as the heroes of the last two movies. 
Yeah. Yeah. And being um, human are, you know, they're... Before we go into the break, can I yeah. throw out just a couple more tertiary characters? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, when we come back from the... No, I'm not even going to say much about them, <laughs> but that way when we come back from the break, we can go really oh, start... Oh, can we do it like right, an in-memoriam right segment? Yes. <laughs> oh, man, just scroll through them. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we have to mention Mace Windu, of course, sure. because Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson, although I would say that he's more memorable for being Samuel L. Jackson than as a character yeah. who accomplishes anything. Not his fault. Yeah. Not his fault. Not his fault. Uh, Padme Amidala... Yeah. Sure. Natalie Portman. Yeah. Natalie Portman. Wonderful actor. Placed in unfortunate circumstances. Yeah. And, a char- and a character who did not have, <laughs> shall we say, much agency for two no. of the three movies she was in. True. Uh, and then Qui-Gon Jinn, mm-hmm. played by the wonderful, wonderful actor Liam Neeson's. Not his fault. Yes. Not his Not fault. His fault. Yes. Although, the, the one thing I will say about Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon Jinn, you can look this up on the internet. There are people talking about the fact that he is basically responsible for the downfall of the Republic. Yes. Oh, yeah. By his insistence yeah. of training That's Anakin true. Skywalker and, and helping put, uh, you know, he, mm-hmm. he brings, uh, Jar Jar into the universe who, yeah. uh, by his turn, uh, helps bring about the specific downfall of the, uh, but, Senate. The Senate yeah. But that, that later informed Ben Kenobi's judgment. Yes. Like drawing on that experience. So it came back around. Um, yes. and while we are talking about these last few secondary and tertiary characters, sorry everyone, these aren't gonna win, but we should at least <laughs> say the words C3PO, Chewbacca, Lando Calrissian, and Grand Mob Tarkin. Lando does <laughs> have, of all those characters, Lando yes, does I have an arc. Agree. I might hold Lando out. Yeah. Her, but. Wow. Most of them are either satellites of other characters sure. or basically support them or are just one-offs. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So when we come back from break, we will dive in with uh, with the big five. When we come back from break, we will determine once and for all who is the greatest all-time Star Wars character. Hell or Mark, can you take us into the break with a, a, a Chewbacca imitation? Oh, wait, can I do uh, his father, Lumpy? (laughs) (laughs) Not today. We're only doing movie canon. I I need to record that for my alarm. (laughs) My ringer. All right, we'll be right back. Are you sad and confused about world politics? Worried about the upcoming inevitable nuclear war? Or maybe a rat is living in your house? There's a rat living in my house. How do you get rid of a rat from a house? Why not immerse yourself in a completely fictional, imagined podcast for the beef and dairy industries? It works for me. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is the number one podcast for those involved, or just interested, in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. Don't worry, it's funnier than it sounds. Find us at beefanddairynetwork.com or maximumfun.org, or wherever you get your podcast from. Oh god, there's the rat! Oh god! Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours. We are back. Yes. Let's do this. So there are five characters that are really the top tier characters as determined by Paul and Storm before arriving. Gentlemen, would you like to list these characters? Uh, yes. Let me see what order I want to go. And let's start with evil. Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Considered as one character. Yes. Uh, and then there is... Obi Wan Kenobi, Obi Wan. We should say <laughs> that you're going. That I've not you started heard. with evil and are going away from evil now. Yes. Right. Well, there's evil, and then there's everybody else who is not evil. Right. Yeah. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, Han Solo, who you might list second if you're going in order of evil. Uh, you True. Might. Um, 
and I'm going to pronounce it Han and not Han, even though it is sometimes pronounced Han. Is Lando the only one who does that? I think maybe. I think Billy D. Williams is the yeah. only one that does that. <laughs> True. What's this movie? Okay. <laughs> uh, everyone's calling him Han. All right, sure. And Can that- I have a red vine <laughs> from that Grom guy? <laughs> That he's asking for a red vine. Yeah, everybody likes. Apparently, red those are in in. Uh, oh, he's in crafty. <laughs> in crafty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then there is Princess Nay, uh, General Leia Organa, mm-hmm. and of course, Luke Skywalker, the hero of the original Heroes Quest of yes. this series. Mm-hmm. All right, the Campbelliest of Campbell. So, do you want to do you want to go in that order that we just went? Uh, sure. Why not? Let's start with Darth Vader. Okay. Slash yeah. Anakin Skywalker. For uh, sure has maybe the most complete arc yeah. in all of the universe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He also uh, is very effective. Yeah. He's the, he is the only one who has appeared, well, he's appeared in seven of the eight films because he yes. has mm-hmm. a great appearance in Rogue One, which is arguably the most effective he is. Because mm-hmm. he's at, you actually see him moving a lot more. He's yeah. kind of a specter. Which in film the is he not three. in? Yeah, he's oh, I in guess all. He's not in Force Awakens, but he is. But his, his helmet is. Yes. his helmet is, yeah. and his ashes, his spirit. <laughs> so weird. Thing that you is, keep it in a pile. Uh, <laughs> you, can we look at the the next criteria is effectiveness? Can we look at the effectiveness of Darth Vader without knowing what's going to happen in the next couple of movies? Because he ultimately was not effective. Well, in his. Well, well here's okay. The que- here's the question. Uh, but yeah, are you going with yeah. his original? Oh. Here's yeah. the question. What did he actually accomplish? Right. Uh, negating all of his previous accomplishments by throwing daddy in a well? Yeah, but he, like, he didn't personally bring the emperor to power. And he was an adjunct to the, He's to the emperor. adjunct to the emperor. He didn't catch, uh, the princess and the plans. Mm-hmm. He, uh, it was really more Grand Moff Tarkin, I believe, who mm-hmm. had the plan to put the tracker in the Millennium Falcon so they he could find Yon Yeah. So he would, you know, he was an, an effective henchman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did, he didn't shoot down Luke in the trench run. Nope. He didn't kill Luke in their battle in. <laughs> you are describing the Wily e. Coyote Empire. of he was. the Star Wars he universe. Was. Well, he, so in that sense, he failed to turn Luke to the dark side. That's yes. right. Mm-hmm. But he did, he did cut his hand off. Luke, Luke fell. He yeah. let himself fall. That's true. But could, that, that's sort of out of, I guess he could have held him with the force. Yeah. And if yeah. You, you could say that what, what he was seeking, even if he didn't always know it, was redemption. Right. And in that, he did earn it. So I would say this. While he, he was good at his job, effectiveness wise, <laughs> mm-hmm. he did, you know, he was, he was real good at that force thing. Uh, cultural impact in universe, he was scary. Mm-hmm. But he, uh, I don't know how much he, he really got done on his own. Even other, even the other people on the Death Star, there were people on the Death Star who were like, oh, here comes this guy with his voodoo. Yeah. Yeah. Now, cultural impact in our universe. Come on. The there's biggest, no one, the biggest villain the of biggest. all time. Yes. Yeah. And that, if anything is going to put him at the top, it is his cultural impact in our universe. Yeah. And also yes. his coolness and badass. Oh, which we don't even need to. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that he's, fight. And of these top five, he is the only one with a bunch of buttons on his chest. Yeah. Yeah. I believe. It's it's like a Fisher Price tape recorder, mm-hmm. and he can call his mom. The count mm-hmm. says <laughs> <laughs> he, one of them is on Star. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say something about his effectiveness for a second. Mm-hmm. The the prophecy was that he was going to bring balance to the Force. And by the end of the original trilogy, the Sith are gone, 
Yeah. And the Jedi are pretty the much gone except for one dude. Yeah. So he yeah. did fulfill his prophecy. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. bring balance to this sandwich by eating both halves of it. That doesn't help the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and let's also... Well, it, what it, was the sandwich's objective? <laughs> yeah. It can't be overstated, actually, I think, the fact that he was portrayed vocally by James Earl Jones. Yeah. 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 Uh, with the possible exception of maybe Sir Alec Guinness, I think probably the best actor mm-hmm. in the entire tr- original trilogy. Yeah. He certainly, you know, that, uh, he gives a, the best readings. Peter Cushing. Best line readings. Peter of, Cushing was Peter pretty Cushing. amazing. Peter Cushing right? was good. He, but Peter much, Cushing was already Peter Cushing. Yeah. But given what he had to do, he. Well, put yeah. it this way. Are we talking yeah. about real yeah. Peter Cushing you, or digital if you've Peter Cushing? Real, real Peter Cushing. If you've ever seen the sure. uh, the behind-the-scenes footage of when David Prowse is reading the lines of... Oh, my goodness. That Welsh accent? Yeah. And then Where are the plans? And then, when you, and, and then, you know, given that, think about how important James Earl Jones' portrayal right. is to the effectiveness, overall effectiveness of that character. Yes. Uh, it, it says a lot for, for Mr. Earl Jones. Um all right. So have we covered yeah. Mr. Earl Jones and his portrayal of I think so. We we, we touched yeah. on all the all the So so what, what where do we feel Darth Vader's strongest and what what might be his... I would say cultural impact in our universe and coolness and badassness mm-hmm. and character yeah. arc. He's pretty strong in all three of those, I would say. Yes. Yeah. 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 I can we eliminate his teacher now? I have major Obi Wan problems. I, I really I'm, 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 yeah. I'm with you. Why go, do we have go. let's okay, go? Let's do yeah. I think, next then. Go I think he's a deceptive liar. Who only tells the truth when it suits his own needs, while the whole time he's professing to champion the light side of the Force. He he knowingly deceives Luke and doesn't tell him who his father is, mm-hmm. leaving him to to probably die. And like they like, no, he doesn't Luke, do it because he thinks he's go. going to die. But he but he so he lies to him and says Darth Darth Vader betrayed and murdered your father. Then in Return of the Jedi, he gets called on it. He said what I said was true. <laughs> from a certain point of view, which is exactly what you'd facts expect. Yeah, from like a liar. <laughs> yeah, honey, it wasn't cheating. From a certain point of view, <laughs> like is he Bill Clinton? What's going on here? Like, um, can't it I depends think upon that... what the definition of is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good Alan Guinness. <laughs> I think the thing that he has going for him is his beard, absolute trust in everything working out. If, as long as he lies. As long as he lies. But he <laughs> yeah. has this, he does have this unwavering faith in the force mm-hmm. in that if I leave, if I leave Anakin in the original or in the, I keep saying original and they're not in yeah. the prequels, prequels right. uh, leaving Anakin to make his own mistakes, leaving Luke to make his own mistakes. Uh, After know. I lie to him about it. Will you stop? Okay, he's, he's not going to win, clearly. Who because hurt you? Liar. Yeah, Who hurt why are you Obi-Wan so Obi-Wan upset about Obi-Wan? Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan lied Clearly, to you. Obi-Wan John. lied. Yeah. Did might, you, was, did, when you watched Bridge on the River Kwai and you were like, why is Obi-Wan killing that guy? My God. No, that what made have sense. I done? Yeah. <laughs> there but, he owned up. He's like, oh, I did something wrong. But he might have the strongest arc. Mm-hmm. And, and ability. Does he? And, well, maybe not as, but, okay. Arc and also getting done what he needed to do. Cause time and again, right. I mean, he failed, like from the, the first three films. Utterly failed. Basically unleashed evil on the world. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it didn't quit, didn't stop. Right. And even if he had to lie to do it, by the end, he had brought things back around. So that, yeah. that's very strong. He had to watch the rest of it happen from his ghostly <laughs> he semi-death. Died. He yeah. freaking died, he died to do it. He died for his beliefs. Yeah, yep. he did. That's, uh, that's he told strong. Luke to use the Force. 
So Luke closed his eyes and, you know, shot and blew up the Death Star. Well, and he used his death as a, okay. as a motivator. So, so let's he go. He willingly died to motivate let's, Luke. Let's go through the, let's go through the criteria. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Character arc. He does have a medium sized, medium sized yeah. arc through all six films. Sure. Uh, effectiveness. Great liar. He's very, very effective. Very effective. In life and in death, effective. he's very he killed, good. Yeah. He killed Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Killed Darth Maul. Yes, sure. he did. Sure. Uh, Space Devil. Cultural impact in universe. He kept the Jedi going. That's kind of big. sort of sort of while hiding. He watched over the eventual savior of the. He did, uh, mm-hmm. and there are plausible reasons side. why he might have had to deceive and stay in the shadows. I think he, right. he's a. Despite what Hal says, I think he's a great character. Oh, sure. That crazy old man's just a crazy old wizard. <laughs> 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 um, but he does as far a great, as cultural impact in our universe. He, he also does. Before we get to that, he he uh, he does a great crate dragon impression too. Scares off sand people like nobody's. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, there you go. That would be a great trick to pull on dates. Just be like, this is going, uh, this is going great. I I'd really like to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, I'll uh, I'll call you an Uber. You you went John Lennon on us. I, I'll call you an Uber. Right, he's from right. Liverpool. <laughs> Well, okay, then. I've not heard that name in a very long time. <laughs> hey, Paul. I've got a hole in me pocket. All right. Um, uh, and then Culture Impact in our universe. Not, not nearly what Darth Vader not is. Not as ubiquitous as Darth it's Vader. It's funny. If, yeah. he, if, if character strength in our universe was a stock, like mm-hmm. it would have been very high. Like after the first movie, like he was, I think, much more revered almost in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yeah. He, he was your grandpa. Uh, but that now yeah. there have been so many other characters that sort of do yeah, that. That it's are like, cooler eh, than him. Whatever. Yeah, right. I, I think actually him, while it is awesome to see you and McGregor portraying him in the prequels, mm. I think that kind of under, undercut his coolness and badassness to a certain degree. I agree. Because you see him fail yeah. a mm-hmm. lot and you see him say some really terrible cheesy lines. <laughs> yeah. The still water of, uh, Alec Guinness ran deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, flowing, jumping, climbing. Don't do that water mm-hmm. of, uh, Ewan McGregor. Obi-Wan should never have jumped. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's jump to Han Solo. Oh, Han yeah. Solo. Coolest yeah. factor off the charts. Off Coolest the charts. factor yeah. off the charts. Badass. Character arc? Absolutely has yep. an arc. Sure. He starts yep. out as a Comes back with the Millennium uh, Fal- Falcon. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, and he's his a, arc might not even be done yet. He's a smuggler and a roguish, uh, mm-hmm. roguish mm. fellow. Yeah. Uh, he's a bit of a scoundrel. Yeah, no, he's yes. tested multiple times. Yeah. Well, um, his... His arc, I feel like he it's doing things he, for the for the cause, but then with the most recent movie mm-hmm. with Episode Seven, it's like oh oh he's just gone back to being a smuggler again. Which so is has kind he, of an, but I I think that's an interesting uh, you know and, it, and we don't know the whole truth gener- yet. It's, it, yeah, it's not yeah. just a generic you know here's his rides to redemption. It mm-hmm. it makes him that much more interesting and complex that even yep. though he has gone through this journey yeah. and and become a force for good that you know what happens after happily ever after and the, the fact sure. of the matter is it doesn't always stay a giant way. shows up if you're into the woods that's right there's a whole act too <laughs> maybe that's the next movie um uh, so how Car- can you say though that his arc is not over we all saw him get stabbed through his whole body and fall forever it's the movies yeah, I get it it's the movies we don't know for sure and also we don't know his whole the whole story of what went on uh, that got him to that point. That's what true. happened. With we do him have a Han Leia. Solo movie coming out, right? So maybe that's where we find. That's out. That's true. Yeah. We I forget that we um, jump around time in this universe. Effectiveness. 
He's uh, not a great smuggler, although he yep. can do the, his, the the Millennium Falcon does the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs. Less, less than twelve parsecs. Less, less, so fast. Which uh, twelve parsecs? You know, come on. And he's in charge of uh, programming the navigation computer to do that. So I, yeah. he's good at his job that way. Although he does tend to dump his cargo at the first sign of an Imperial well, Star Well, maybe. I mean, that's from that's a biased perspective. Yeah. Um, he's clever. He's clever. He's willing to. He hides on the uh, on the Star Destroyer. Yeah, in uh, in Empire Strikes Back, and then floats away with the garbage. Of course, Boba Fett figures that out. Yep, but he, you know, he's he's willing to take risks as well, and they t- they ultimately pay off. Yep, he's very loyal to his friends, mm-hmm. whether Chewbacca or Luke or Leia or Lando, even. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Eventually, he's uh, yeah, his coolness factor is high. His cultural impact in our world. Uh, he's. I had underoos of Han Solo, and that's what got me <laughs> to stop. Um, uh, wetting the bed. That was how I potty trained <laughs> as a kid. I'm a little bit younger than you are. I wasn't 13 Her- also. <laughs> Harrison Ford, if you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. When Thank I was you. little, I was, uh, because I was born in 1979. Um, so they had released underoos, uh, of Han Solo. And my mom said, if you, uh, if you complete your potty training right now, mm-hmm. then, uh, then you can have some Han Solo underoos. Wow. That's and I was killer. like, Oh, that's all it takes. Sure. Oh, should, <laughs> I'm done peeing. Uh, I'm done peeing. Not I'm in a toilet for never before until I am 21. <laughs> should should one of the criteria be would you pee on underwear versions of them? <laughs> <laughs> I would pee on an underwear version of Boba Fett. No offense, Storm. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, now, yeah. cultural impact in universe. He is integral to the destruction of both Death Stars. Yep. Yeah. Um. Oh, can I go back to cultural within our actual sure, world? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's huge in that. Certainly, there have always been rogue characters in pop culture, but I feel like with Han Solo, it just became a thing, and it resonates mm. to this day. That that's like the template of for cool. yeah, a roguish yeah. cool. Yeah, as sort of a combination of that and coolness and badassness. Again, it cannot be overstated the fact that he's being played by Harrison Ford. He's easily the funniest character in the yeah. movies. Yes. Yep. He's super charismatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I want to like go he... back briefly to the impact within the world, and this may lead us to talking about the next person on the list, um, which is, I think that, and I'm looking, I know I'm looking a lot at Force Awakens, mm-hmm. but if you look at the Force Awakens, uh, Han Solo feels a bit like the quarterback who had the one great game yeah. Yeah. in high school, whereas... Uh, General Organa slash Princess Leia has stayed in the game the whole time and is yeah. now holds the rank of general. Well, yeah. you, you see the difference in how they deal with trauma. They obviously, yeah. their mm-hmm. child murdered a bunch of other people, we believe, and then sort of ran off and reimagined himself as a Sith Lord. So Han's, Han went back to what he knew mm-hmm. before any of this happened and Leia doubled down on her work because she's a badass. And that cause has been her entire life for her entire life. She was born of rebellion mm-hmm. and raised by by one of the leaders of the rebellion. Cultivated yeah. to be what she became. Mm-hmm. And it, like really doesn't need – she really only needed someone to open the door for her on the Death Star and then she could get out on her own. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there – Well, I, let's, let's, I, let's, get into, let's get into Leia now. Yeah, yeah let's, let's go ahead um, and segue into Leia. Because, yeah, she is – She's an absolute top contender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. A character arc, not quite as big of an arc yeah, until you flatter. count Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I think that definitely yeah. broadens and, and furthers her arc. She's all, she's pretty much throughout the movie. She's hyper competent. 
She's confident. She believes in her cause mm-hmm. with, you know, without fail. Mm-hmm. And she does it all. At, forgive me, whoever first pointed this out on the internet, uh, because in a great article that I loved, uh, who, and I don't remember their name, um, she did it all without the force. Or did uh, she? Well, arguably, <laughs> she the, did it all without <laughs> the conscious force. She, she did yes. it all without consciously using Jedi powers. Yes, mm-hmm. true. Uh, she did it as a human. Yeah. Uh, and quite effectively to where she is. Um, unfortunately, we've lost, uh, the great Carrie Fisher, but the character in the universe still around, mm-hmm. um, and still fighting, mm-hmm. uh, seven movies on. Not there for the prequels, yeah. really. But I do feel like the arc is not, I mean, of course she has a yeah. decent arc, but it's sort of her strength is what makes her arc not as compelling. That she, she achieved in terms of goals, she does. Right. That she travels along her mission and achieves it. Right. Um, to, to the point that we know. But that she, and certainly, uh, grows from her youth into being a mature character and mm-hmm. the responsibility that comes with and being able to make decisions. Yeah. But that's different from transforming who you are. Right. So in terms of that as a criteria, I feel mm-hmm. it's not as strong as some of the other characters. Right. Um, let's talk about her of effectiveness. Effectiveness within that universe. Um, Again, she's good at her job. She got the plans out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when when crap was going down, she improvised and got the plans onto an R two unit. And yeah, she is still an integral part of it. She is a general now. Yeah. She she killed freaking Jabba the Hut. Yeah. Got she killed Jabba the Hut with her hands. Yeah. Yeah. Wearing almost nothing. Yeah. yeah. She, and was willing to go undercover yes. to free Han. Yes. Yes. So comes around is the one who is responsible for the rescue. Yeah. Um, her cultural impact in our universe. Look, our listeners do not need us to <laughs> mansplain <laughs> the <laughs> cultural impact. What do four white of, dudes yeah, have to say about of Princess Leia? Well, Welcome to podcasts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, but uh, suffice to say, she has had a huge impact on everyone permanently, period. Mm-hmm. Yes. And also, again, with the introduction, with the reintroduction of her in Force Awakens, I think it only has deepened mm-hmm. her impact because it, it's tough to take the actress and her journey mm-hmm. out of the character. You know, she brings that weight yeah, and that yes. experience in with it. And it only, right. I think, enriches in retrospect. Uh, the characters are, you know, you see the, the everything she's gone through uh, in Force Awakens, and I think it it um, it just only enhances her her appeal. And definitely badass. Mm-hmm. So on the badass scales, definitely a badass. Yeah. Actually, re- redefines she, badass. And she yeah. uh, she turns around. You know, a lot of times the in any given action movie, it's the female character who is in peril. And the men have to come rescue her, which is kind of the the initial theme of of the original Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But then, but even turns, the first, she turns that around in the first Star yes. Wars because she's you know she takes charge. The moment she says, "Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper?" Yep. basically says, "No, you're not." And, no, she, she's going to shoot a hole armor. in the wall so they can go to the yeah. garbage compactor. Yeah, yeah uh, so this ain't and, her first rodeo. And then <laughs> in uh, Empire and Jedi, it is you know she has a love interest in Han, and when he is imperiled, she is the one who takes charge mm-hmm. and goes to try and rescue him. It turns around that trope. Uh, a bit. Yeah. Even after being shot in the arm. Yeah. Yep. She still is the hero. And she, you know, it bears 
bears mentioning is a female character, considering the fact that that the Return of the Jedi bikini has become sort of an iconic. It, it is it's a heat seeker, yeah. Both for people who find it attractive and people who think it's completely unnecessary and mm-hmm. repulsive. Mm-hmm. But the fact that with that character, her physical appearance and Carrie Fisher is a beautiful woman mm-hmm. is like nowhere near even the top ten best things about that character. Yeah, mm-hmm. says a lot about her portrayal and and what that brought to her because I think we would all agree that when it comes to screenwriting, George Lucas probably not much of a Shakespeare. <laughs> no, especially uh, when not. it comes to female characters. Right. Yeah, um, and in a genre that is not always known for. Uh, traditionally, like Hollywood, uh, specifically Hollywood sci-fi movies, right? Like, not known luck. for strong, and yeah. certainly in that area, as, yeah. especially God, not known for incredibly strong female originally. Uh, characters with agency. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there is, uh, let's see, we've talked about Impact in Universe. Well, I mean, she's the general leading the rebellion yeah. by the she's, end of it. Yeah, she's the yeah, big boss pretty, of the whole pretty, thing. Pretty darn massive. Um, yeah. Cultural impact in our universe. We just talked about, yeah, mm-hmm. and then coolest, coolness, badassness. I mean, come I on. I feel like it's yeah. going to be tough to see anyone in the top two duking it out besides Princess Leia and uh, Darth Vader. Yep. Because I'll say right now, Luke Skywalker is a great character, yeah. but he had that hero's quest. It was written thousands of years ago. Yeah. He was just plugged into an already Let's... existing... Let's, arc. let's walk down the list with Luke then. Yeah. yeah. He's our fifth and last that we have to yeah. go through. So, uh, character arc of Luke obviously has He's the, the classic, yes, the classic central, yeah. Character arc, hero's mm-hmm. journey. Um, but it winds up beginning, well. but acquits himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, again. He does a good job of it. You're right. Well, mm-hmm. we, you know, the, it will be interesting to see how this changes or not after The Last mm-hmm. Jedi. Mm-hmm. Right. Which seems to, uh, appears to, at least from the trailers, to further this theme of uh, glory, glory faded and victories uh, yeah. curdled. Yeah. I yeah. feel like, real quick, I feel like the name The Last Jedi is going to be confusing for many uh, people in my family, at least, who will say, the last, I'll say The Last Jedi, and they'll think that I'm talking about the most recent Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see The Last Jedi? Which one was that? The third Jedi or the when fourth When you say Jedi, next Jedi, yeah. do you mean the one coming up or yeah. the one after that? <laughs> I love those Jedi movies. Ew, that's All great. of them are so great. Um, now, do you mean Jedi singular or Jedi plural? Is, or is Jedi plural by Apparently itself? your family is Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We eat like we are. <laughs> Big tables that Mama made some great food. Uh, <laughs> okay, Luke Skywalker, effectiveness. Effectiveness. He blows up yeah, he's, two Death Stars. He's super effective. Well, he didn't blow up the second well, one. Well, he blows no. up one Death Star. He's on the team. Yep. Yeah. He, uh, he, he turns off Darth, Darth Vader. Vader's hand yeah. and turns him. Turns him back to the, to the, uh, the light. Yeah, you could argue. Jimmy Dean, Jimmy Dean. He, you know, we talk about Darth Vader's arc and Anakin's arc to return back to Anakin from being Darth Vader. And Luke plays a big part in that mm-hmm. by refusing to fight him mm-hmm. and by constantly pulling at the good that's left within him mm-hmm. rather than trying to destroy him. So the the training took. Yeah. And he makes decisions yeah. on his own. He's not just following the course. Now I'm going to study what the master mm-hmm. does. But it's his decision to do these yeah. things. And, and he winds up becoming such a – I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Good. No, no, go. Oh, he, he, he becomes such a master that at the end of the most recent movie, uh, which is as of this recording is, um, not the, in the, in the, uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens, Force Awakens yes. in that linear story. Um, he is the sought after Jedi. 
Right. Yeah. He's had enough of an impact that the rebellion says, or whatever it's called now, uh, says we have to find Luke Skywalker. True. Yep. True. Uh, cultural impact in universe. I mean, they have to find Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yep. Brings back the Jedi. Yep. Yeah. From, uh, you know, uh, under Ben Kenobi yeah. and Yoda's tutelage. Yep. I, helps I destroy the Sith. It's probably early to compare, but I, I sort of feel like, though, that he's almost more of a totem than, say, Leia, who is in charge of the stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's a symbol. Yeah. I think it's tough to say anyone has a stronger in universe cultural impact than his character. Of of these five, true. He's involved in it. every yeah. major he, battle, yep, he, he, including Hoth. Yep. You, I mean, mm. you might be able to argue that uh, Han Solo did more to destroy the second Death Star, which had a broader impact on right, yeah, right. on the number of people who could have been killed. Yeah, he and Lando tag teamed. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But it wasn't uh, a one man job like it was. Yeah. Uh, but that said, I mean, you know, he's savior of the universe. Yes. Yeah. But, but that that does not that makes him I think by default a less interesting character. Yeah, he's like General MacArthur, you know, he came in and accomplished <laughs> the thing. But he didn't get to be president. Yeah. <laughs> so he just got PO'd and went to Korea. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's where he I, is now. I will say <laughs> as say. Luke Skywalker is in Korea. As, yeah. a, <laughs> as a 13 year old and and then to this day as a slightly older Man, uh, I always found him kind of boring. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I like, exactly. I, lo- I love him in Star yes. Wars. I mean, you know, he's he's the audience's, uh, you know, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, eyes and ears uh, surrogate. Yes. Um, in the original sure. Star Wars, and he's just enthusiastic and this naive farm boy. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, do it. He's, you know, he has, does some interesting stuff in Empire, and mm-hmm. he impetuously goes off to fight Vader. Loved all that. In Jedi, I find him just kind of. Dull. That's because he's just he's found his zen. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. means Mark Hamill is a great actor. Is just walking around saying lines more <laughs> yeah. quietly, very yeah, more monotonely, and and I and, I didn't find him nearly as yeah. as compelling in that in that movie. Uh, and again, it, maybe it would change for me if he had more of a presence in force awakens the way that uh leia and, and han do yeah and maybe that'll change in in the yeah, eighth movie but yeah it's the thing that the book is still out yeah uh, but uh, as Skywalker. with the book's out so we know what happens yes. yeah i'm all no spoilers you ain't read it <laughs> what he's <laughs> in korea hal emailed it to me i thought he would definitely would have emailed it to you what mm, um i did i emailed it two weeks all ago. right so are we email. would we uh, all agree say, cultural impact oh, right. oh, let's do cultural impact our universe uh, certainly Big, back in the not, day. Yeah. Certainly back in the day, like everyone likes sure. to play. Yeah. If you weren't yeah. playing Darth Vader, you were playing Luke Skywalker. You're playing yeah. a robot. Or I was always a Han guy. That was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, but you, you could, you could fly or pretend to be piloting an X-Wing. You sure. could pretend to be fighting with a lightsaber. Yeah. After the first movie, you could still do the kissy with Leia. Yeah. You know, um, true. After. I want to give, if, while we're on cultural impact, I'd like to give a shout out to a friend of mine, Jeff Tucker. Uh, Jeff Tucker is a huge Star Wars fan and named his son Luke S. Tucker. Can you guess what the S stands for? Savings. Yes. No, not Satan. <laughs> I said savings. Savorans? Oh. <laughs> named them after me? Satan. Is yeah. it just S so it's is Luke, it Satan? Luke Satan for savings. Yeah, is it, yeah, is it S like Harry S. Truman? Is Guy, it Harry Skywalker. Yeah. Was Harry oh. S. Truman not really? Uh, no. S. That's my understanding. It's just yeah. S. Like Edward G. Robinson. 
Really? I'm just Mark C. My middle name is the letter C. For reals? Yeah. Wow. Because apparently on my birth certificate where it says put your middle name, um, they just put my middle initial. <laughs> so I got to <laughs> California and went to get my driver's license. And I said, my name's Mark Christian Gagliardi. And they said, not legally, it's not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> to which my mother is mortified. Uh, oh, wow. And then uh, let's let's close this out so we yeah. can uh, wrap this up. We're running a little long. So we can pick between Leia and Vader. <laughs> I like that we're on uh, your podcast now. Yeah, this you is like great. I know. Oh, no, I feel like I'm in a hammock. You just... Chill for a bit. Thank you. Well, look, cool. someone someone has to finally to keep us on track. <laughs> I, I, we, we kind of covered this a little bit, I guess. Uh, coolness, badassness. Yeah. Medium. Yeah. Medium. Medium. I mean, it's 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 yes. Yeah, moments. Yeah. Power converters. Yeah. Yeah. Station. Look, yeah. well, the, um, medium cool. Peak Luke was probably the uh, the the barge job is barge. The sand dude. Yeah. The ass. Where yeah. he he pulls the flippity jippity. Yeah. That was yeah. That was very bad. That's uh, flippity jippity. A character we did not talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great though, was on Jabba's barge. He's yeah. a, he was a little pulled ha- by Luke. He's a little <laughs> hamstrung in that you know in the original Star Wars, his character is supposed to be naive and yes. a little you know he's green and a little dumb and mm-hmm. not ex- not experienced in this world, and so it makes him a little less cool by nature. Yes. Um. But yeah, he he's just not you know when you think cool Star Wars character, he's not the first one that comes up. No. He's, he's the good guy. Yeah. You know that's not your badass. Who's always yeah. Who's always a little boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you know, got us through all of these movies and a great character. First yeah. of all, I, I, I will say we love all of these characters. Oh God, yeah. We're throwing yes. a lot of them oh, yeah, under of buses or yeah. under speeders. That's the name of this show, though. Like you, we throw you under the bus. Throw, <laughs> yeah. yeah, throw everybody else under um, the bus. All right. So, <laughs> so, am I? Is it fair to say that what we're looking at in the finals here are Leia versus Vader? I don't know. I might. I might vote uh, if we're well for a top three. I'd put Han in there, and I'm yeah. not sure whether mm-hmm. I have him at one, two, or three in there. I, uh, but I think okay. it's certainly fair to say that we can uh, can we eliminate Luke Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi? Yes, yes, from his final that. consideration. Yes. Okay. Well, let, since since Han is the question, what about Han? Do we feel does not measure up to the characters that? Well, using the criteria that we've yes. we've stated, comparatively, I think Han has not had the impact. He doesn't have the impact on that universe that Leia has. He doesn't have the cultural impact on our universe that Darth Vader has. Mm-hmm. His coolness factor is high, but and his badass factor is high, but so are theirs. You know what I mean? I feel like if we're just looking at our criteria where it's, Five 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 five. Mm-hmm. He's getting like five five four four five. He has more holes in his yeah. in his cloak. Does that make sense? Yes. Can I offer something up that I think might short circuit this de- short circuit this debate? Okay. Or does this mean we're going to vote for Johnny Five? <laughs> I think it's Johnny Five, but from short circuit to no he's got the rainbow on his on his laser. I think I, I, I think when we started this in the final five. And we decided to start with Vader. I was like, oh, I hope we end with him because I can't imagine any character in this universe that could beat him Hmm. in terms of having a six-film arc, which he has, Hmm. and in terms of his cultural impact, which he's had, and in terms of how badass he is, which only grew – with Rogue One, watching him yeah. force pu- uh, force push someone to the ceiling and oh. then slice him open as Best he's walking Vader past, scene. I mean, yeah. fantastic. It's not on the plate right now, but uh, I mean, outside of one stumble, which was the pun that he had in Rogue One, where yeah. he says, "Don't choke on your aspirations," and also, oh, right. no, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't count that. Those are two that. minor blips on on a stellar character run. And he's already won an episode of this show once. He has. Um, 
So he's defending champions. So, so I, that's you, my feeling. We can mm-hmm. talk about it if you disagree. Wait, I, uh, uh, where, where are you leading to on on this dissertation mm-hmm. on Vader? I think Vader's going to win. I think he's. I think he is far, far, but not quite away the greatest character. He's gone the furthest distance. Yes. When you mention his six episode arc, that yeah. mm. that is that's tough to overlook. Six plus. Six plus. Yeah, you know, that's Sure, funny, I got a yeah. six plus. It's just like a regular arc, but a slightly bigger. <laughs> yeah. When we Either came, way, it doesn't it have a like check for the phone bucks on more, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, when we came into it, I had actually sort of dismissed Darth Vader as possibly being the greatest. Um, I think because feeling like he was not driving things, that he was always a second hand, like he was reacting in mm-hmm. what he was doing. He wasn't driving them. But when you put it that way, in that... He's most definitely central to it all. Yeah. And is the central thing, uh, certainly in the first series of movies and now is back again. And we don't mm-hmm. even know what effect he's going to have. That, that does make that more compelling. So, uh, are we, I think we may, is well, that it? are we ready to call it? I think we need to make another case for Leia. Like, Go ahead. I, I don't, I'm not going to make it because I haven't thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> but is there a case that can stand up to, I mean, as far as, as the, the case for Leia is her doing all, for me, it is her doing all of this without the aid of the force. I mean, again, not overtly without the aid of the force and becoming this huge, like she's in charge of the resistance at the end of all of the movies have they, as we have seen them to this point, Darth Vader is dead and Leia's in charge. Yeah. Uh, so that ups her, her cool factor. And again, her cultural impact is, uh, is unquestionable. That said, I feel like for me, uh, that the, the addition of those first three movies, uh, puts Darth Vader over the edge for me. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm gonna say that my personal favorite character is Han Solo, but I'm gonna go with Darth Vader. Paul? How? May I? Go ahead. I mean, I don't wanna, don't wanna <laughs> over- no, look, it's, 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 we're it's on your you show, Paul. Apparently we're on your do. show. Go ahead. People of the world. Oh, snap. There are a great many fabulous characters in the Star Wars canon. Luke Skywalker is your classic hero. Obi-Wan Kenobi, the classic trainer, the wise old man, Princess Leia, General Leia, the emotional center, the sincerity, Han Solo, your probably best... He's not, while not a sidekick per se, I'm going to call him a sidekick. Your best wingman to have of possibly any movie series. But then you come to our main villain. He's had an incredible journey. From a young, innocent child with no father from the sands of Tatooine. Plucked from obscurity to train in the ways of the Jedi. Sorry, I'm, I'm half distracted because I want to tell this story, but I'm also loving the background music. Takes that training and twists it horribly and turns down a darker path that leads him to attempting to crush freedom in the known universe, only finally to be brought back from the brink of evil by the love of the son that he barely knew. <laughs> and still having an effect da, beyond da, the grave. Da, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, da, 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 the best Star Wars da, character. Da, 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 
Anakin Skywalker, better known to you and me as Darth Vader. Asked and answered. Fellas, thank you for joining yeah. us on this. Yeah. Thank you guys. This, this was, was an so epic much ending. fun. That was guys, fun. you have a cruise that's happening next year in February. We do. Mm-hmm. Tell we've been on it. It's the greatest cruise. It is in the, world. the greatest, the happiest cruise that ever. Set. One of my favorite, like top three professional experiences of all time. Wow. Yeah. Tell everybody um, a little bit about it, and uh, they can get cabins now. You, you absolutely. Yes, can. it is Joko Cruise 2018, the eighth year we have done the Jonathan Colton Cruise. Uh, me and Paul and Jonathan Colton, musician, and a bunch of our pals. Uh, it's a it's a week long comedy and music and writing and creating and gaming festival summer slash camp con slash summer camp slash vacation. Yeah, music festival. It's everything. so fun. Uh, yeah, we have podcasters. We have authors. Hal and Mark have been on. Yes, thank God you have podcasters. <laughs> uh, we have uh, authors, uh, award winning and best selling authors. Uh, such as Patrick Rothfuss and John Scalzi, Mary Robinette Kowal. The lists go on and on. Uh, and it is a great time, as everyone has described. The next one, Joko Cruise 2018, is happening February 18th through 25th, 2018. You can go to jococruise.com. That's J-O-C-O cruise.com to get information. Uh, and, and oh yes, it goes to amazingly fun and beautiful places with fruity drinks. Yes. Yeah, I, if I can pitch it please for do, just please. a second. What, this is what you is did that great. terribly. <laughs> Let me take over. My do it goodness. right. I have to do everything for these. Just because he did your monologue. Yeah, that's now right. You have to do our cruise now. Oh, I'll handle this. No, uh, I think what's great about it it is is it is everything that you love about every Comic Con or gaming convention or sci fi fantasy convention that you've ever gone to with none of the stuff you don't like. And the reason why I've thought about this a lot is because everybody there is also on vacation. Yes. So if mm-hmm. you want to be around a bunch of people, that's great. If you want to go hang out in the pool or the hot tub or get some food, that's okay too. You get to completely craft your experience. You get, you guys have the whole boat once yeah, again. whole thing. So you, there, you have free reign. This is like being spending a week inside Willy Wonka's factory. With a taco bar. There's Man, tacos. taco bar. Taco yeah. Bar. Um, and where can people find you guys online? You can find us at Paul and Storm at all the various social media sites, paulandstorm.com on the web. Uh, and this has been so much fun. You yeah. Guys. Thanks, thanks for having, having us back. back. Thank you yeah, guys so much for coming time. on this show. It has been. I know. Too long, I you would say. You were our first guests. You were. That's right. ever. The last time you, or the first time you were on the show, it was something that Hal could not talk about at all because we talked about Coke versus Pepsi yeah, and Hal Pepsi's doesn't drink the devil, soda. Right? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. so it was nice to do one with you that <laughs> Hal could join in. Yeah, right, Hal, Hal can drink Star Wars. <laughs> yes, oh, I drink it all <laughs> the time. Every day, I have a Star Wars drinking problem. <laughs> well, this topic is covered. Uh, thank you to Catherine Bliss for uh, suggesting the topic. But there are many more topics to discuss, so please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or check out the Maximum Fun subreddit. A flame war could be happening right now. You have an email? So do we. We got this podcast at gmail.com or go to our Facebook group. It is the best place on the internet. Facebook.com slash group slash We Got This Podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. Thank you as always to our musicians Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song. And thank you to you, our listeners. You know, we talk about Star Wars all the time, just in life. Thanks for letting us do it. 
with Storm making music underneath. You guys, this is so exciting. They're some of my favorite musicians, and now they're doing music, and it's all because you listen to our podcast. Oh, do you know how I knew it was going to be Darth Vader all along? How? Because you left the air conditioner on. In case anybody's uh-huh. listening, you hear, like, what is that hum in the background? It's the air conditioner, but also it's kind of like uh, if Darth Vader was breathing real slow. Yeah, just in, in all of our ears. Uh, one ninety-minute exhale. <laughs> thank you, Darth Vader's breath. Thank you, Paul and Storm. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our listeners for Hal Lublin. I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin, and don't worry, everybody, we, we got, got this. this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.